0: this is the nfl draft bible spotlight show connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002 it's what we do welcome everyone to this nfl draft bible spotlight edition this is ryan roberts again rising draft on twitter bringing you everything we can for the nfl draft uh, just finished the 2020 cycle on to 2021 Wanted to give you this prospect spotlight to highlight a young man who um, I guess could be qualified as a sleeper for now, but he's a guy that I've seen a couple tapes on already, a couple of his games from last season. I'm really impressed. Dove into his backstory a little bit. I'm excited to bring it to you guys today. I have Mr. C.J. Marable, who is a running back out of Coastal Carolina, originally at Presbyterian College. We're going to get a little bit into that, but C.J., before we get too heavy into your backstory, man, Just say hi to the folks. appreciate you coming on. It sounds like everything on your end is uh, doing pretty well, the best you can throughout this uh, pandemic madness. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, Thank you for having me. The way I'm doing uh,
1: during this pandemic, uh, I'm just staying grounded, uh, staying committed to the brand, you know, continuing to uh, work hard, staying focused in my classroom. I just finished my uh, last final, so I should have finished this mess out strong.
0: My grade will be good. Mm -hmm. That's it, just That's it, man. I I know right now that's really important, obviously, with with, uh, limited access to things, doing the best you can with the grind, like you said. I wanted to ask you, though, to start here, because I'm trying to go through your backstory a little bit. I know you were out of Georgia originally, Towers High School, went to Presbyterian originally, and you had a really successful year. I know that you may have been in the same situation um, that a couple of the guys were over there, because I know there was a thing where they dropped to a different um, conference uh, where they – uh, lost some scholarships, doing, doing yeah. different things like that. I know Rocky Asin was on the team when you were over there, and he had a similar situation. Yeah. And just talk to me a little bit about the the journey for Presbyterian to Coastal Carolina, and if you were indeed infected the same way that someone like a Rocky Sin was affected. My journey uh, happened originally out of Tyler High mm-hmm. uh, School. I was signed. I signed to Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. Uh, some came up
1: where they were saying before before I even signed it. Now I'm good. I, I'm gonna do is, because I'm okay, get that with it, is the blue shirt where I come in doing the spray stuff. So I just stay home, I sit out doing the football season, and I come home and I come to campus doing the stuff. So I was like, okay, I, I do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so I tried So towards like, I said, we're about October, mm-hmm. I get no call from them, no, they just start communicating with me. I'm calling them.
1: from your, in mm-hmm. so I got released it was, it was real fishy. So they not answering. So I got released, and I texted the coach saying I want to get released. That's when he texted me back, and he was saying, "Okay, yeah, do it in the morning." So that was fishy. So the next, so the next day I got released. I got the email. I woke up to the email before, and I got released or whatever. And from there I was just, I was mess up I was about to go to JUCO, but C Presbyterian College, they uh. Coach Spain, the head coach over there, Coach Spain, but he offered me when I was like he offered me in eleventh grade, and like he knew he knew I wasn't coming, he knew I wasn't coming to PP, uh, but for some reason like we had a we had a strong burn, you just you just made a strong burn over the time, he went to towers and visit visit a recruit that he was recruiting, and uh, William Callaway, he mm-hmm. recruited him, and like he always checked up on me. He'll come in ask how I'm doing, or he'll ask me questions about William. Or so ask my head coach how I'm doing. So, so what had happened was he were that's this was in 2015. So in 2015, I was yeah in 2015 I was I was at home, and he was he was at my again recruiting another kid, another kid, defensive tackle, another kid. So he asked my head coach, he was like. And then he, my head coach told him, like, I thought messed the over or whatever. And then he was like For real, so he got my name, my head coach to talk to me. I was about to go to Juco. Like, I was about to like, it was like five days before I was about to go to Juco. He called me and said he asked he asked me what happened. And I told him what happened. He, he wanted to know what happened to make sure I didn't do anything bad on my end, any cancer issues. So but I let him know that I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happened. That's what happened. And, uh, and when I got a PC, I had a great year. Mm-hmm. And then that's when that happened with the they had had I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. It was a rumor. It was a rumor during the season. And we had a meeting during the season. And he, he told us, not even, don't worry about it. So he said, don't let that distract you. So we were like, okay. So towards the end of the season, the rumor was true. And that's what happened then. He, he said if uh if Genoa needed help transfer, I would help him. And so he, he had helped me. He, me was happen what's happened was Rock had told me that he was going to help Cause I was gonna stay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna stay, yeah, so, yeah, I was gonna stay for another year, then transfer, but Rock told me he was going to temple. So me and Rock had a conversation saying he was gonna
0: stay or whatever, but Rock with to temple and and I was like, Okay, well, I was say, Rod, transfer ain't no reason to be crazy yeah wow and that, that that's a that's a, a very interesting story CJ I know I heard you know that that about Presbyterian I, I didn't know the background with Arkansas state you've had you've had quite a ride then in uh, last couple of years man to say the least that's I'm, I'm kind of curious on why it was ended up being coastal when I'm looking at coastal Carolina obviously it was a FCS program for a long time obviously they made the jump to FBS the Sunbelt conference why why was it coastal why did they kind of stand out for you? Okay, so Coach, so coach Spangler at P.C., he had a relationship with Jamie Chadwell,
1: which is the head coach now at, at Coastal. Mm-hmm. And he referred me to Coach Chadwell. Coach Chadwell, he'll be on Twitter. We had a conversation, and he was saying uh, they moved to FBS. I wanted to be transferring. I wanted to move to an FBS level to get back on that, get back on the level which I was going to be on which out of high school. Mm-hmm. So I was fine. I, I was fine. He was saying that with FB or whatever. So that's where I was <clears throat> that's where I was hoping to go to. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to Coastal, come to find out then they're, the, they're in the Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. I get to play against Arkansas State. <laughs> uh,
0: so
1: that's where it was. And uh I, I, I visited Coastal and I liked the campus campus the campus beautiful. Uh, and we had a uh, visit in the um in the uh, in the boardroom. And we were just going over the plays and whatever. And they were telling me how this a running back offense and all this. So that's what happened. That's how I got a coach. I was like, I the so I got a the coach. So they didn't offer me on the spot from so because they wanted to know why I'd be,
0: uh, would I be eligible for a break. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I love it, man. I love it, and obviously, it's uh, it's it's turned out pretty well so far, to say the least. You know, you've had two nice years of production so far, and you had the 1,085 yards, 11 touchdowns, 38 receptions. Obviously, the offense, you you were able to to get a lot of touches for the team. Though, I was kind of curious because I'm I'm looking at you know it can be deceiving sometimes records because I'm looking at the five and seven record, but if you look deep, four games. Four close losses by one score or less Like it, it's it, I mean you're a couple plays here and there Away from a much different season How, how are you guys kind of using that momentum building On sudden close losses Trying to flip them into wins obviously And then maybe take this program to a completely different level next year yeah,
1: so what we're doing is All the losses that we had Like four the losses
0: They all combined to uh, 24 points mm-hmm. So what we're doing is Our model is that 24, number 24 that,
1: that's, how, that's how we do all spring 24-24 how we would overcome the number 24 so that's our motto we move it we, we using that as motivation and I feel like we're gonna have a uh, fifth season mm-hmm. we gotta learn how to finish I feel like we're, we're gonna improve on that mm-hmm. we got a lot of guys that came in that have contribute.
0: Absolutely, man. I know you're obviously ready for another big season here. I'm looking at the numbers again, kind of just going over them, and obviously impressive numbers. I saw you on film. I was impressed by, you know, number one just kept flashing every time I'm watching Coastal Carolina offense. You got some big boys up front, too, so I know obviously you're not doing it on your own, but for you, ending this year off, ending your career off the right way, you know, a, a journey that you've been on, you know, been a couple places. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster, I'm sure, for you, what have you been doing to the best of your ability this offseason individually to really help your game take that next step?
1: Uh, what I've, been, I've been grinding all day. What I've been, I've been, what I've been really working on is uh, catching print, getting back there, uh, being comfortable with, on especially catching punts, catching kickoffs. So I do, I catch like 20, 20 a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also working on my lateral movement, uh, working on my step more, just working on my route running. Improving on my hands. I feel like I have great hands, but, you know, you always improve on them. So, yeah, I'm just adding stuff to my bag, And, then, and that's what i been doing, just grinding every day. Mm-hmm. Moving the weight won't get stronger.
0: I know when I when I'm watching you on film, CJ. The one thing that really stands out to me, and you, you kind of alluded to, it, was the all around game. I, I feel like when you get to that next level, you get that opportunity that NFL teams are going to look at you as a space player. You know, your ability to manipulate space, get you out. Whether it's as a pass receiver, it's you know on special teams. It sounds like you're working through that kind of stuff. Zone concept runner. One thing that I was really loved about your film, and I kind of highlighted it on uh, Twitter the other day was you're so patient which is a really I mean it comes a long way you were patient then you're able to you know stack the top a little bit let things develop and then hit the hole and you're there's no you know you're you're a, you get downhill in a hurry man so it, there's a lot of a lot of parts of your game I really loved on film for you CJ what what are some things that you think are the best parts of your game and maybe the the biggest strengths for you I feel like my speed it, like you say, my
1: speed, and uh, also catching the ball out the backfield. You can line me up to the slot. I can move to the slot and run routes. You can match me up. I can match me up with a linebacker, safety, or whatever. I can, I can even go wide. I feel like, yeah, I feel like my route running, also my stuff, catching the ball out the backfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: just making plays, being a and, playmaker. Awesome. And I know we, we kind of talked about uh, ending the career off the right way here. So for 2020, uh, you know, hopefully everyone will be able to play a full season, all that type of stuff. But for you, individually, team wise, what's going to make 2020 the best ending to your career? Individually,
1: individually, I'm, I'm not really a stack guy, but mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have the stack in your head of what you want. What you want. So my goal is to have at least 15, 1,500 yards, mm-hmm. at least fifteen touch. 15 rushing touchdowns, uh, 300 more receiving yards, uh, five five receiving
0: touchdowns. Uh, as a team, teams that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, winning the thumbnail and going to the bowl game, that, that's, our, that, that's the goal mm-hmm. when you're going to the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, and kind of ending you off here, CJ, I know it's uh, probably been a dream of yours for a long time to p- potentially play professional football for you, what, what, just what type of blessing would that be to get that opportunity? Man, word can't be just it <laughs> like, Watching this draft, like, it just made me like, it felt like I was getting drafted. I was so anxious. Because like, I feel
1: like I'm so close. All I got to do is just keep working, keep working, just keep grinding, just doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, being coachable, um, being accountable, stuff that I'm already doing continue to, to do, being a leader on the field, and just put my hand down and that's all I'm doing, so
0: I feel like I'm just, I'm just close, that'd be a blessing, mm-hmm. that word can't even describe it. Awesome, well that that's going to end this interview here again with Mr. C.J. Marable, running back from Coastal Carolina, running back, slot, punt returner, wherever you want to put him, this guy's a football player, C.J., appreciate you coming on today, man, I really do, I'm wishing you the best of luck. Thank you for having me.